And hopefully it'll give you some insights on how to be a better human being. Because if we want to change the world, it starts with yourself. It starts with the I. Be the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Emotional Compass. This is Bodhi. And Abby L. Last week, you gave us a teaser of what we're going to talk about today, which was the Enneagram. Do you just want to walk through some of the personality types? Or I know we don't want to go in depth into all nine personality types, but maybe if you can give us just like a surface level, like, hey, this is what it's really about. And why should people care about the Enneagram? I am very new to the Enneagram. So if I have some things that don't match up, I urge you to look at this as a little intro and not don't take it for, for face value. Do, do the research yourself. And there's a lot of really good books out there that you could go through. I was more, this chat today was more about like one of the guys that work to create the Enneagram that we see today. So the Enneagram itself has nine types and type nine, six, and three are basically the, the father, the mother, and the child, the child being the instinct, the mother being love and the father being logic. So we'll start with the one, the one is the reformer or anger, or uh, I forgot the other one. It's like the perfectionist. And the one is a very skillful person that is looking at not really competing, but being the best that they could be. They're the good boy. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be good because I want mommy and daddy to like me and I want God to, to love me. So the, the one is like the perfect Christian. But also the one could be extremely judgmental, which then starts to be like the weakness of the one. So compassion is a great place for the one to go. Uh, the number two is the helper. The helper is more like the mother and fa- father um, archetypes that are there to help raise the child. But the unbalanced two is basically a, the, the person in, in itself that creates these unbalances where people need them and they want to feel needed. So the two becomes the enabler. He, he allows people to walk all over them and will say yes to everything. So how you could see how they have their positives and their negatives. Number three is the achiever. Um, the four is the individualist. Uh, the four also is like the artist who is, it's all about emotions and expression, but the unbalanced four will do all their artwork and never show it to anybody. It becomes like a hermit. The five is the investigator. Uh, the six is the loyalist. And the reason why I'm not going into detail with some of them is because I don't really have too much knowledge on them and I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> the, the seven is the enthusiast. Um, it's funny. One of the chats that I was hearing from one of the the Enneagram personalities was that the, the seven never goes to investigate uh, the Enneagram because they're fine. They're okay. Like they know, uh, everything. they know everything. Like his, <laughs> he was saying that his mother hadn't gone to confession in a long time 
And he's like, why haven't you gotten into confession in so long? She's like, because I haven't done anything wrong. (laughs) 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 Oh, we'll have to share some of these links. I'll I'll share them with you so you can put them in the description because um, the Jesuit priest that gives the lectures on the Enneagram has such a great personality. Um, and he's also a number one. You know, so, some people like listening to our podcast, like by chance, if they listen to the Kaylee Ozer interview, listen to you talking right now, they may think like, oh, we're a very Christian podcast. We're not, you know, but... <laughs> We're, we're just, we just talk about all religions, all spiritualities, everything, you know, we're just curious. That's all we are. I love talking what I call the Christian language, because I feel like there are a lot of people that could relate to it. Um, when I say God, it has so many different facets. Some people like to call it the universe. Some people like to call it God. I like to call it something that is beyond my ability to comprehend. That's what I call God. It's beyond comprehension. You know, we could have a whole podcast episode on this. So I want you to finish Enneagram because I have something to say about God as well. Sure. So the eight is the challenger. He confronts everything. He's also over the top with seeking pleasure. And then the number nine is the peacemaker, which also could be the sloth. Like a lot of the hippie community or the yoga community could be number nines. Like let's do peace and like, I don't really feel like doing anything. I just want to be here meditating under a tree. So also the number nine needs fire under their tr- under their butts to create those fires. But once again, just because I said hippie or yoga doesn't mean. Yeah, let's not one, generalize. Let's not generalize. Exactly. But that's the problem with the Enneagram is generalizing. So we are composed of all nine of them. We, we we have the hippie inside, we have the yoga inside, we have the reformer, the helper, the achiever. All those things are part of who we are. We are droplets of all the drops. You can't take water away from water. We are water. So it's we're the ocean. Yeah, we're the ocean. It's like it's like the the great analogy of the droplet of water coming out of the ocean and being scared that it must come back to the ocean. It's like you're gonna go back to being water. <laughs> so whether you like it or not you're gonna get, you're gonna be back to the being the juice you know i i like to think of it as like the equalizer right in your like the movie no in your stereo system <laughs> where you have like the the fade the balance the treble the bass all of that you, you need to be in harmony so you can have like the perfect sound yeah and you know just like this you have uh, in Ayurveda, you have the three different body types, the kapha, the pitta, the dosha. <clears throat> and that's, it's the same thing. It's like yeah. you, you're made up those three types. It's just one is more dominant than the other. Yeah. And same thing here. Like, I feel like some of those traits or some of those personality types are a little more dominant in you than the others. I mean, there's human design. Have you ever heard of human design? Actually, I have not. Yeah. Human design has like the generator, the manifester. It also has different traits and personalities and you can do a test and it'll tell you the kind of person you are. And the great thing about human design is that once you do the test, especially as a family, you can realize how to interact with each other 
within the, your family unit because some some is like some people are more they generate energy while the other people require energy from the other person so if you're up with these two people one is generating and the other one is sucking the energy you realize like oh that's why i feel so drained when i'm next to this person so yeah maybe we should talk about human design one of these days it would be pretty amazing that sounds fascinating i'd yeah. i'd really like that yeah um, anyway one, finish up enneagram once again yeah so the, all these things collectively are part of us as being human and he he gives credit a lot to the to the romans and the and the the indian like the shiva which is the the chaos and dionysus i forget one of the greek gods also is chaos and he's saying how those things need to be reintroduced into our society because those things will bring balance to this sterile logical left-sided brain that we have created but i really enjoy the enneagram i found that a lot of these personalities and traits i saw within myself and there was a little bit of shame there was a little bit of like i didn't want to look but the intuitive that's the, the number 7 you don't want to look <laughs> <laughs> probably but but the the curiosity within me allowed me to deep dived right in once again i haven't studied 1 through 9 extensively i've just gone through the history which has prepped me to go into the enneagram which i'm going to study right now uh the wisdom of the enneagram the the book that my wife already covered go ahead because, we're waiting yeah because it's been really awesome to hear her talking about all these personalities and how i could see different family members with different numbers and it's teaching me how to be more compassionate and understanding when they have their process of being and for me to allow them to be who they are without wanting to change them. So it's changed my perspective on like, Oh, why, why are they, why are they complaining so much instead of that? Now, like that becomes like its own creation, its own piece of art its own beautiful manifestation of consciousness and then here and now. So I, I've really enjoyed it. I hope that if you're listening out there, you take a time and you research it. I think you're going to find it fascinating as well. And hopefully it'll give you some insights on how to be a better human being, because if we want to change the world, it starts with yourself. It starts with the I. Be the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. That that was actually one of the questions that I was going to ask you, and I think you answered pretty eloquently of how has knowing your Enneagram personalities helped you? Like, why should people care to do a test and learn about their personality types? I So one of the things that was interesting is whatever number I am, because I get to know all the negative traits about it. I was making fun of the number and I resonated with all those negative traits so good that it put me in a funk. Like I making fun of the number, making fun of myself that I'm the number, my ego couldn't even handle it, which was crazy. Like I'm here observing myself um, in Spanish. I call it getting soso, puse soso, like um, 
flavorless. There's a term in Spanish which means flavorless, where that your characteristic goes like limp, like you're like, oh. <laughs> and I caught myself making fun of myself and getting hurt by my own making fun of myself, which was freaking hilarious. That was the first time that's ever happened. And I found it very cathartic that I went through this process of reciting what my number was and all the negative traits and catching myself doing something that wasn't healthy, calling myself out and getting hurt by me calling my own self out. That was just mind blowing to me. And then I was able to laugh about it a few minutes after I got back to normal. <laughs> But that's a perfect little example, I think, that if you're out there and you, and you read all about your number and all the things that are holding you back, it'll give you a really good perspective to, number one, not so much try to change yourself, but have a little bit of compassion when you're going through that so that you don't give yourself a hard time because you don't really have to do much to change. You just have to become aware. And I truly believe that the change itself will naturally start to occur. Just like I, I look at it as buoyancy. Like when you're really heavy, you're just going to be in the, in the bottom of the ocean. But little by little, you start releasing those sins or releasing those burdens or releasing those negative aspects of yourself by becoming aware of it and letting them go. And that's so much you know, swimming up, but a, a releasing of those rocks that you've been holding onto that have allowed you to sink. And before you know it, you drop all those rocks and you will naturally come up to the surface. So don't think about it as struggling to swim up, up, up into the surface of the water. Think about it as, hey, enjoy the ocean floor. Enjoy the rocks you're holding. <laughs> Call them names. Make them your pets. Draw on them. But eventually know that you don't have to hold on to them for the rest of your life. And that when, once they're gone, once it, they're not holding you hostage, you will rise. You will rise so high that you, all your being will be a blessing to those around you. You'll be able to achieve things you never were able to in the past because you know yourself, because you're able to let go, because you're okay not being perfect. Like, it's okay not to be okay, like Lovato sings about. You know, it reminds me of a Wayne Dyer quote where he says, you can either be a host to God or be a hostage to your ego. Beautiful. And with that, I think we can wrap things up because I think you summed up Enneagram really beautifully and a little life and times of Claudio Naranjo Rest in peace. And uh, yeah, if you want to, we'll put the names of both those books. One was uh, The Revolution We Expected, and the second one was the book on Enneagram. The Wisdom of the Enneagram. The Wisdom of the Enneagram. And I highly recommend just Googling Enneagram test and trying to find out what types you are so you can explore those personality types further. I, I truly believe that I don't think we are that one type for our entire lifespan. I think we change and evolve over time. I could be wrong. You're But absolutely I, right. You know, I, I feel like I'm not the same person I used to be in my 20s. Absolutely not. Uh, 
there are certain traits that are still there that are pretty strong, but I have worked a lot on myself so that I can evolve and change and be a better person, a better version of myself. And I hope you guys are doing the same. And if, you know, we said something today that resonated with you or maybe Abiel did not cover Enneagram like you wanted it to, or maybe you loved Enneagram, <laughs> write to us. Our Instagram DMs are open. You can go to our website, theemotionalcompass.com. We have a contact form or just email us, hello at theemotionalcompass.com. We really look forward to hearing from you guys because we want to know the work that we're doing is resonating with you. It's making sense. And that helps us change and evolve and become better podcasters. Because trust me, we're just doing it for the love of it. We're not making any money. We're not selling anything. We don't have any agenda. We're just two guys that love to talk about this stuff that are streaming our consciousness from our, our mouths to your ears. So rate, review, subscribe, share the love with the emotional compass until next time.